Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Good to Game Radio. I'm your host Vance, and joining me as usual are my co-hosts Clint and Tony. Also joining us tonight, we have a very special guest joining us all the way from sunny California, Baron. Hi Baron, how you how you doing today? You know what? Um, I'm living the dream. We're gaming. Uh, my ignition coils. I had to change them on the car, so I actually didn't get to play as many games as I want. But life is good. Video games are fun. Good, 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 good. That's good to hear. Clint, how you doing today? Can I, Baron? Can I just say that I think every time lately when I've been asked how I'm doing on this podcast, I say that I'm living the dream. <laughs> every time dream, dream is stolen Snatched. and when i was when i was a working man uh we discussed amongst ourselves so that was the code you used when everything around you was horrible so i hope ah, that is not the case okay um you, you know what that's funny um i will say it's not horrible but I'm functioning. I'm floating. The parts I bought and put into the car did not work. It made more codes go off. Ooh. So I ended up having to take them out, and now I got to take them back. Uh, but the old parts weren't bad. It's just, you guys know when you're fixing something, it's like, oh, well, yeah. there's four things to fix. I'll just fix two. But right. then it's like, well, eventually you're going to have to fix the other two. Exactly. So I was like, oh, let me just replace those two. And I was like, okay. And then the parts ended up not working. So, yeah. But it's not bad. I'm floating. Everything is everything is good. My kids are happy. Wife is good. There's food in the fridge. Power's on. I got internet and Game Pass. So oh, he got internet. What a dig. What a shot. <laughs> what a shot. Oh, no. <laughs> I wouldn't even. No, no it's, it's happened. I have to explain it to the audience now. Baron, just joining us straight to the digs. Uh, Tony, our loving friend tony is oh, having internet bad. troubles i'm sorry tony. and he's here yeah. he, his, his camera won't work because yeah. he has no bandwidth and he can <laughs> maybe utter a word here or there but we will be using this opportunity to relentlessly roast him during our podcast today because what's right. he gonna do about it you know <laughs> my bad tony hey, he said nice shot <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah, so for everybody uh, that doesn't know, pretty much nobody knows, um, we met Baron in uh, the airport. Um, you know, we had just came from PAX. Everybody's trying to go home. And uh, you know, he runs into Tony after the checkout. You know, they had a contraband on <laughs> You know. Uh, <laughs> TSA, be- TSA yeah. beating us up. Yeah, TSA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TSA was holding him up. And, uh, you know, say, hey, hey, you know. You went to PAX, yeah, I went to PAX, and you know we just struck up a conversation, man, and uh, and Baron, uh, tell everybody uh who you are and what you do. Okay, um, let me look. Let me get into the the elevator speech field. Hi, I'm the communications <laughs> director for LV1 Gaming, where a minority owned and operated gaming news site. Everything from reviews to news. Now, I, I just added that part like in these last couple weeks and i like that uh so that's gonna definitely be on the next set of business cards uh from reviews to news so level one gaming is a the whole platform in itself was built to give people a chance that's why it's level one start from the beginning if you have a passion for writing or if you ever wanted to get into any type of gaming journalism this platform is definitely a place for you always tell people like at this point in time there is no pay there is no pay but 
there is plenty of opportunities and plenty of space for you to create be as creative as you want as long as it's not illegal or immoral and you can stand behind your own words because you will like i got ripped apart for calling out rockstar and saying that outriders needed to be on game pass in order to be successful and i ended up being right (laughs) right Uh, yeah yeah, Clint, he plays, he plays Outriders. Uh, tell us your experience. <laughs> so, so r- before I talk quickly about Outriders, I need right. to let the audience at home know that when Baron gave his introduction, he looked directly at the camera with a smile. It was so professional. <laughs> so it's almost as though I'm a little ashamed right now. Either way, <laughs> Outriders. Oh, yeah. I what was why didn't I play Outriders at the start? Was it that it was like oh it was the there was no crossplay or something? It was really like yeah, screwed up at the beginning. No audio either. I literally had an hour and twenty minute conversation with my buddy on the phone while we played because there's no audio. Ooh. Um, there was also issues of um inventories being wiped. Yeah, there was a lot of cheating, which I don't know if they ever got rid of. Like we came across a couple of people who were one shotting bosses. Like, just running through levels, just one shot, one shot, one I, shot. I saw that, well, like, six, seven months after it came out, when I started playing and everyone had quit, I saw that only a couple of times, though. But what I think what ultimately was the big hurt for Outriders was they sold it as a gas or a games as a service, but they, but it, it is not. And that's the strangest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, they, the marketing behind it the push behind it, the whole aspect of releasing a looter shooter in today's world outside of games. Like I, I want to say even borderlands is not a loot, uh, a games as a service, but that would be the last non games as a service looter shooter that I think that still functions and is still successful. I don't, I don't see, I mean, who else like who else does this so nah, i think i mean well mis- looter shooters at this point too is just like destiny 2 is the one that's like out there like anthem kind of was similar to that wasn't it but that was a failure if memory serves <sighs> over promised under delivered i wish they would have um toned down tamper expectations you know yeah. stop promising yeah. the world stop <laughs> trying to be the destiny killer uh, a friend of mine he always says a shout out to t jones um he always says, a friend of mine, is basically, he's my brother, um, but he, right, he, um, he always says games mess up as soon as they say they're going to be the destiny killer. That is like the worst curse. That's like playing Superman. Like it's the worst curse you could put on yourself. It's just don't aim to be a destiny killer. Just be a solid looter shooter. That's fun. That keeps people engaged. And, um, but outriders, they they mismarketed um it they had weird uh loading screens or lack of loading screens like with the weird transitions in between jumping over bridges like going into um Dude, that was so yeah. bad oh it was so bad oh hey tony I... say some words some words can you hey. read them? crispy finally we got him we got him internet up huh finally let me let me tell you what amy just told me right 
So she said, it's his wife, Baron. My wife. Oh, Amy, got it. But she has to get a dig in on me all the time, too. Between these two guys and her, you know, I, I have no peace. Hey, in real my quick. Life. I just want to remind you mm. that you're old. You can continue. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> um, no, she she walked outside. I'm sitting here like listening to you guys and I'm like, oh, you know, moping and feeling sorry for myself because I can't get in on the podcast. And uh, she opens the door back and she says, you realize you left the garage door open? I'm like, ah. It's like, you were so caught up in coming in here and setting up a podcast, whatever. She's like, this is God telling you your priorities are in the wrong place at this moment. I'm like, <laughs> Really? I'm getting um, that speech right now. (laughs) Right. But and then you close the garage and then the internet works. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. I had to get the your get your priorities straight speech and put God and Jesus at number one and everything is fine. Okay, we're good. I said you know, I said my apologies and here we are. I love it. <laughs> Baron, so, how you doing? It's great to see you. Man, look, I'm glad you're here and accounted for. No, I'm I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm actually uh, I I gave the whole life is, you know, life is good, you know, and it come to find out car parts and you know, ignition coils need to be changed out, but functioning. Awesome. No, functioning, right? right. <laughs> back uh back to Outriders. I'll tell you that uh, we have discussed this at length on the podcast, and I, I never really thought that I was a very opinionated person. Boy, was I wrong. I've realized as I've been doing this podcast, because I have a, an opinion on absolutely everything. None of it matters, but I have an opinion for some reason. The worst thing about Outriders, what did they call that mechanic? Mounting or uh, the cover mechanic. The entirety of the end game was rushing through these timed trials that you had to do as fast as possible. And one of the mechanics they measured was time in cover because they created a game based around the like division or division two type cover mechanic mm-hmm. that did not fit in the game whatsoever. At all. You're dealing with aliens and superpowers that yeah. go through these walls. And they throw those bad. grenades over. like, And they, they every one of them is like a hole in one every time. Did they ever shrink the grenade radius or no? Because I haven't played it in a very long time. And that was the most outrageous grenade radius. And then everybody is tiger woods with the ball with the grenade placement like it, it's it's ridiculous right. and then the, they, uh, they were really bad about flanking you i mean you couldn't even stay in a spot dude. you was just i'm gonna say i don't agree with that i think you just needed to get good get good okay <laughs> get the better cover hey i'm and an no, old man all right i'm doing the best i can we appreciate I, it tony i outriders was one of the first games where that I played that I can think of where it felt absolutely necessary to min max. Oh yeah. Like if you were not min maxing, you were getting left booted out of parties. You couldn't accomplish the ex- in game expeditions. Anything you, <sighs> we put so many hours in outriders. It's, it's I want to say outriders when it first, when did it drop? Was it 2020? 
Yeah, it was uh, March of 21 because it was about six months after the new consoles released. It was there you the go. Very first uh, big releases that were coming out at the time. That actually pushed me to get my Series X because I was slowing down the parties with load times when we were playing. Oh, that is because you all share load times. I remember that. Yes, yes. So they could not do anything until I fully loaded up and I was slowing down the process. And then I, I got that like bougie sense once I got my Series X and I'm like, oh, somebody's in here with an OG Xbox. Like, <laughs> like. Oh, I, I, I didn't. Oh, immediately, and then everybody be like, "Yeah, so this is what you used to do to us." And I'm like, oh, "I'm so sorry." Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, that game, it. Okay, let's let's talk about the fact that there's monsters they show that you never fight. Are there? Okay. I yeah, don't the giants. That. Those giants. I don't remember the giants. Mm, the giant walker mom. things. Like, if right, you go yeah. boot up the game oh, right now, the yeah. first. Yeah, I know. There's there's about. a whole oh, giant yeah, yeah. that they I focus on. There's even. Yeah, there's even a whole scenario like a uh, cutscene with it. You don't fight it. If it's it wasn't I killed it before you got to it, Baron. Thank you. You know what? I like that lore. <laughs> We're gonna stick with that. Um, and there was something else that was seriously. And then there certain certain classes got screwed over. I don't know yeah. if they ever fixed it. Like they they completely got nerfed. Like you're a you're a what? Uh, what were they? Demolishers or trickster? Um, Oh the yeah, oh, the flame the pyromancer, guy. pyromancer, oh, yeah. yeah, and then the technomancer. The technomancer was like OP for almost you the entire time. Yeah, you got turrets. The turret could apply buffs, and then you could do the uh, the action skill where you'd add the whatever gravy to your bullets or whatever. But mm-hmm. you any kill would replenish that stack, whereas right. like the other mm-hmm. ones was very difficult to get gear to allow that to happen. Man, I like when I finally got to the appropriate level, I was knocking out CT fifteens all the time and oh, I'd do yeah. carries and stuff just because oh, I'm like, I wanna yeah. do it. Let me just open it up, you know? Yep. Getting the uh what were they called? What were the resources that would drop? Um the um, You know okay. what I'm talking about the I'm the not in-game, gonna be able to help in-game. you, but I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, the in game currency. Um yeah. I just and then the fact that the stores didn't refresh and drop more, um different loot fast enough. That was ridiculous. I think they never did until yeah. an update. And then oh. they started. And the update, I started playing that game six months after release. Because right. Tony uh. had already quit playing it. Why did I not play that, Tony? Oh, I didn't have the new Xbox yet? Oh, were they shaming no, you no. the whole time? It remember. was because, remember, we were all going to play it. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you the back, a backstory of why you didn't play it. All right. So when Outriders was doing their marketing and... um we were all going to play it on PlayStation because we all had our PlayStation fives stuff. And that was the one, one, you know, we were talking, let's play this game. We can co-op it, you know, and whatnot. And then two weeks before the game is supposed to drop, Xbox come up, comes out with it's on game pass. It split our party it split us <laughs> right. because you did not have an Xbox. I don't have a PS five. I don't have one because I can't just walk into a store and get one. And then I don't feel like fighting the internet anymore um, for like t- digital queue lines. And I, I, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'll, I'll wait. Because at this point, I feel like I can wait until there's a um, uh, collector's edition or a... I, I still think they're going to do a console refresh. There's right. just so much that's going on. Like the, I think they're going to have uh, external SDs 
or SSDs. I think there's just so much they're going to they're going to compress it. Like we all know, oh, yeah. PlayStation does uh, console right. refreshes. Right. Every console right. usually gets like three or four versions, yeah. right. like <laughs> on the low end. Like so, I, I I'm at the point now where I feel I can wait, but I I do know I'm gonna be waiting for a very long time uh, because of chips and all that other. Baron, do you know what your problem stuff. was there, sir? What? You hadn't met Vance yet. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, he's a professional hey, at getting hey, PS5. I was waiting on one of y'all to say it. I thought uh, it was going to be Tony, but I was waiting on one of y'all to say it. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're, you're the guy. He's like, all right, hey, you know, yeah, when do you yeah. need it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was magic fingers on the on the cell phone apps. I mean, it didn't yeah, matter man, what, I mean, you know. Yeah. You know, I've been hey, working I got my thumbs. one. I've been working my thumbs. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, you know, I got one. Who, who need one? You know. Yeah, or, yeah. Do you be following like the live feeds and whatnot? Like, or do you really be in it? No, you know what my wife does. She follows the live feeds. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. She, she's like, oh, you know, targets. She'd be like ten minutes or whatever like that. We're like, ah, I'm like, all right, we'll see. You know, <laughs> we'll see. Then I check my notifications. Sure enough, I was like, man, somebody got insider information. You know, but, yeah. insider trading. This guy got right. somebody working in the back of Target. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's all I random announcement. Know. They're here. Right. Right. What was that? Uh, what was that? Uh, Walmart website that was up for a little Brick bit. Seeker. Brick Seeker. That's yeah. how you got yours. That's yeah, how. Because Tasha, Tasha texted me the link, and then I got out of bed at 7 p.m. Old man again, kind of stuff. Out of bed. And That's drove great. down to Walmart and accidentally skipped in front of this lovely family to get it. And I got the last one. They were jabbing. <laughs> they were they were chatting with someone else at like right in front of the electronics section. I walked right past them. And then right after the guy goes in, he's grabbing mine from the back. They're like, Oh, we just sold the last one. I was like, What? Did they notice me going past them? <laughs> like, like terrible. Sorry, dude. Let's go. Um, right. but so the whole the whole point of me even bringing any of that up is once I got my Series X and experienced the shortened load times, I have not turned back on my PS4. Because for one, I got an OG PS4. It's not a jet engine one, but it's like a step above. It's it's like a um, it's a skipper. Like it's a little one. It's not a right. you know, <laughs> but right. I I I can't do it. Right. I cannot, and then most of my games on PlayStation are like hardcore RPGs, you know, crazy loading times in the areas, and I just so I have an extreme PlayStation backlog right now, waiting for when I get a PS Five. So, right, I, I just, but I, I don't know. I like what I want to wait. I, I, I feel, I think I'm at that. What is it? Uh, the sunk cost. Like I'm at that point where it's like, okay. The moment I go and buy a PS5, they're going to announce a collector's edition. I just right. believe that deep in my heart. And I'm thinking we're either going to get one for God of War or we're going to get it for Final Fantasy uh, 16. Like, I, I just, I just, I'm thinking they're going to come. And I, I refuse to miss out, especially since I've waited this long. This is probably the longest I've waited for a generation, like a new generation console just, as an gotta, adult. You, <laughs> like, you, you got to right. buy one now. And then in two weeks, oh! when the next one comes out, you just buy one again. Right. Look, <laughs> eh, this, no big deal. This is like eh, eh, business expense. Write it off. <laughs> Tony will explain to me difficulty he's having in games, and I'll just I'll just ask him, "Have you tried not dying?" And he never seems to have thought of that. It's like the most obvious <laughs> strategy. I don't know. 
Thanks for the advice, Clint. I always got your back, buddy. I I just can't imagine, though. You know, we've been playing Elden Ring pretty heavily uh, over the last few weeks. I cannot imagine playing Elden Ring on a PS4. I I, I would have quit already. Like, two-minute load times every time you die. No. (laughs) Tony, have you tried the not dying strategy? I've tried that, Clint. All right. Can you imagine? working for me, okay? Could you imagine a hidden frame, like, not doing its proper thing just because of, like, the power of the console? Like, just, like, you know you should have missed that. Like, right. But you didn't. And it would drive me up the wall, like, uh, mm -mm, no. That was a thing Uh, with with modern warfare in uh mm-hmm. warzone when the oh series x came out i saw side by side screenshots of people were getting whatever destroyed. regular xbox versus xbox series x and what you would view from the same exact perspective was wildly different it's so right. and then lord forbid the tyranny of, of frames like yeah you're you somebody working with a 4k ultra liquid led whatever with premium gold tipped H uh HDMI whatever's right. on God's internet with like and then wired controller, no ping, no anything, and you're sitting there with your standard Wi-Fi booted up. Bro, no way. No right. way. <laughs> like they are literally I had to explain it to somebody, a friend of mine, um, we went on a work trip and I told him I was because he played on a pretty now he's like all in but he played he used to play gta online or call of duty on a basic you know pretty standard tv standard internet and i explained to him i was like this hotel we're going to there they have nice setups i was like you're you're gonna play better and it's not that you're better it's that you just it's gonna be rendering faster you're gonna see people faster you're gonna see like everything's gonna be moving more fluid there's gonna be less of that ping that you know and i'm like dude you're you're gonna play better right he was like my kill my kd went up and i was like yeah you're gonna play better because it's just you just <laughs> i can see you and then the game knows that i see you and the bullets are gonna hit you. like mm-hmm. it's there's so no 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 certain games i refuse i'm not doing that to myself that's why i don't play too many uh shooters on pc even though i got a decent pc and i can run just about any game out there i'm not you, you're more, yeah, skill, but then you're also playing against like people's setups, like right. Modern Warfare had a free weekend, and I we were all in. We all got Damascus and all that on when this game came out on console. Tony was Ooh. the Tony was the second, but Wait, you gave it what? to for the Damascus to, to get Damascus oh. because he just <laughs> chickened out at the last minute. Either way, mm. um. But they had a free weekend, and so I went to my PC to play because I only ever played it on console. So it's mouse and keyboard, which is not my normal. I destroyed, dude. Like, I was in a shipment, and it's like, you know how when you're on a controller and you start getting shot in the back, and you just give up immediately because you're dead? Not on a mouse and keyboard. That quick, that quick. Dude, oh, bro. I was literally hitting like the jumping uh, 180 to, to like a slide kills like while I'm getting shot in the back. And I'm like, what is this, man? Like, these yeah. are the people I'm playing against? You're hacking. Like, 
You're a hacker. Right. Oh, I was yeah. hacking so hard, man. It was like right. ridiculous. And it just, the flow, the, yeah. it, it's it's ridiculous. And then I, I didn't understand, because I usually like to play with the tighter elbow. Um, Whenever I'm running, like, I like to crank up the DPI. I sound mm-hmm. like I do a lot of tech stuff. I promise you guys, I don't. I sound <laughs> I like I know you. what I'm talking about. Yeah. I promise you I don't. Anything I know how to talk about, it's because I broke it and had to fix it or pay for it. Like, that's the only reason I know anything about it. So clicking buttons on my new mouse, I've had to figure out what DPI was. and the cl- So I'm sitting here, like, wrist flicking, just getting across the whole screen, and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And then come to find out, like, I had to get, like, an elbow, like, of course, you know, tyranny of age. Uh, but um, I had to get a whole like elbow armrest thing and a wrist thing because of the way I play. I was literally tweaking my arm and like, I didn't think nothing of it. I was like, Oh, and then all of a sudden I'm walking out of my office, like legit injured. Like, come on coach. That's that's, that's on the job injury, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. So I'm, you know, I'm all putting in for the EAP, but yeah, I'm all putting it in. I'm like, Hey guys, uh, but yeah, so I had so somebody told me they were like, yeah, well, the way you play, you have to like I, now everything in my office is like super level, so I can like sit a very specific way because it's the way I play. But oof, when you're on PC though and you're moving and it's it's oh, it'll make you feel like you know what you're doing. Thanks, thanks, Baron. Now I gotta go spend two grand on a new PC. Like, <laughs> like, why would you even do that to me? You, I'm you just sorry. Met. I'm, I'm so sorry. Don't. Hey, look, just don't be like me who bought his whole setup to play one game and does not play the game at all. No, I did that in 2013. That's what I'm using yeah. right now. That sounds like plant. Yeah. Tony, do you remember like two weeks before I quit my job, like career job, right? I asked you, I texted you. I'm like, should I spend five grand on a VR thing to talk about it on the podcast? And I was fully expecting you to say yes, and I was just ready to click buy, right? And then, you, and you said, uh, "Do you really think that's a good idea if you're just you getting it to talk about it on the podcast?" I'm like, "Oh, I guess not." I'm like, I guess right. you're a good friend. And then I, you know, you know, just decided to walk off my job a couple weeks later. The the Oculus Quest Two, look, guys, if you think about getting VR and you don't have it, just get the Oculus Quest Two. Um, you can go because a lot of people bought it with um, not understanding that it's still fairly not new tech, but it's not as much out there as people think there is, mm-hmm. at least on the grab and go aspect. Of course, when you plug it into your computer, you get access to the Oculus app and then you can plug it up to Steam and there's just thousands of games to go in on. But as in the grab and go aspect, it's not for everybody. It's still very niche. But seriously 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 that's been the coolest investment that's been one of the coolest things i've bought in the last couple of years um mm-hmm. like this morning i didn't feel like going to the gym so i get on my um i get on my elliptical and i just throw on the oculus and i was playing zenith it's a vr mmo and i'm all running around grinding levels as i'm riding my bike um and then um <laughs> i um what else i'm working yeah, hey, oh, and that was another thing too. They got an app called Immersed on there, or a program called Immersed. And it's a it's supposed to help you like hyper focus. That's I I'm guessing that's the big selling point. Mm-hmm. But I put that bad boy on and it the original scene they throw you in is like you're sitting on a satellite in space. You're all just deep space sitting on a satellite and then you get 
five windows and you um you sync it to your computer so i turn my two monitor system into a five monitor one i'm watching a friend play skyrim on ob through obs i'm doing my nine to five i'm uh have my emails open over here and then i got a see-through thing for my keyboard got a see-through thing for my coffee i did a whole work shift in vr like my wife brought me lunch i ate wow. lunch like with the headset on <laughs> like it, it, it just was your it, vr it, lunch the same as your in real life lunch um, you know what? See, that's got to definitely be the VIP package uh, where you got to pay the so like right. so much per month because that would actually be pretty interesting. Um, I yeah. I really believe VR is. I used to think it was corny. I used to think it was cheesy. Um, I knew there were great games out there that existed, but I just felt it was um. It it wasn't enough to make me want to get into it, yeah. but Demio demio is what really pushed me and that's the uh the dungeons and dragon the D light vr game bro it's not even as de- close to being as detailed as like a, a D experience in terms of the actual game but gameplay but just the whole idea of being able to throw dice move the board around have random moments happen monster spawn the D, the dungeon the dm is sitting there trying to kill you the whole time um going through the story then they have this lounge hangout room where they got like an arcade area and it's i think it's up to like 12 or 15 people and there's a lounge couch and then there's like a fake discord board that shows what's going on and people are playing as they're playing live and it's just like a chill hangout spot and it looks like somebody's basement like a so big basement. The other pl- it, so you're in there with other players in VR. Yeah, yeah. And then if if uh, if there's three other people who are like, hey, let's run a let's run a level. You can randomize, and then you got to put your hand on this table, and then it activates, and you go into the world. It, it's like I want to say it was like twenty bucks or twenty. Was it twenty nine or thirty? I'll say thirty just for the high end. Some of the best thirty bucks I've spent. Like it, it's VR. I think it's going to be the future. I know completely off topic, but I, I, I believe it. I believe it's going to 10, you know, 15 years yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and I think it's connected where well, you connect to the metaverse. Uh, yes, right? there is, there is meta meta on there. I haven't fully dove into it because it's got a long, um, what is the, it's got a long tutorial thing that mm, I got yeah. caught up playing. Cause it has a bunch of like mini games in the tutorial to show you the range <laughs> of what goes on. I think it's called, right. is it horizon or something like that? I, I, I forget the, I think it's called horizons. I could be wrong, but um, they, they're literally a thing to help you with your, your motion and being in control of the, of the world where you take a paper airplane and you're like throwing it through rings. And I seriously spent like an hour just <laughs> throwing paper. Cause as you throw it and get it to guide it, it guides into the ring. The ring gets farther away. Or get smaller, or oh, so you're all, man. and it's there's no points, there's no, there's no, um, no real prize to win or anything. It was just I was seriously in there for about an hour, grabbing paper airplanes and like learning how. To, and it's weird because as I'm like, I don't know if they're gonna be able to see this. I'm like fake throwing paper airplanes. That's how it feels. Like it legit felt, and I'm thank God I had the wrist things on, but you legit feel like you're really guiding a, a a paper airplane for the listeners he is just 
very gracefully <laughs> sending that plane, yep. that that in, invisible imaginary plane <laughs> through the air, like a gazelle would throw an airplane. Really magical stuff. But that's but that's how I like. I'm, I'm trying to like express it, and that's how it. <laughs> That's how it felt, and it was so strange. And it, you know, thinking, you know, saying it out loud, I'm like, "Holy crap!" I was sitting in a headset, throwing paper airplanes. Like, uh, what you do? I'll was skip there stones all day. You? Like, Pro- I know my kids think I'm the weirdest thing on earth. I just know it. Uh, you know, uh, I, I definitely shame them any chance I get. They just, uh, I embarrass them. They're like, uh, "Dad, what are you, what are you doing?" I'm like, you know, saving the universe, going to slay the dragons. <laughs> right. So what I'm what I've taken from this uh, little jaunt into the VR genre is that when Tony told me not to spend my five grand, he was actually giving me bad advice. I don't. Well, you was it a VR system you were trying to buy? I thought it was a super computer. I literally did about ninety <laughs> seconds of research before I sent you that text. <laughs> it's all rig. He all it all it's all like the whole crane and like a virtual omni set. Best bedroom. <laughs> like yeah, you guys, you don't need this. This isn't for you. Right. <laughs> um. Well, uh, gentlemen, I I'm excited to ask Baron about some of uh, the articles that I've read from his website. Uh, but I don't want to jump ahead if you guys are eager to discuss any of them in particular. I have one that I have to decide if I have a bone to pick with Baron. Yeah, I'm glad you asked that because I was, uh, you know, just just listening to him talking, you know, the things that he talks about, he's very knowledgeable. Now, how does that transfer? (laughs) How does that, uh, you know, um, does it transfer with, with ease to let's say paper or computer as you're writing an article or uh, do you have to actually go and say okay like let me either smarten it up or dumb it down so do you use a thesaurus or you just like bump okay. it like the reader's just going to you know get it how they you know put it down that's actually a really really good question um and it uh the the cheap answer is it depends so my in my opinion the writing that i like most for myself which is weird because uh, i usually don't like looking at my own work in any way shape or form once it's done but the writing that i have the most fun doing is when it's in my own voice so when i'm basically just like now if i was just putting this what we're doing now to to uh to paper um, the one that takes the most work for me, and it's funny because it should kind of be the easiest is press releases. So, um, the way a lot of things work for those who don't know is when news is out, unless you have like a deep insider who who's like leaking sources to you, what you usually do is you sign up for press list and, um, you get on these press lists and they'll send out a they'll send out daily emails or weekly emails or whenever there's news to share from whether it's a publisher developer, um, or a, um, or a, um, what everybody uses now, I can't believe a PR firm. So it, most people use PR firms. Now it used to be where you would just have a PR person, public relations person, which they still do at a specific company. You'd get cool with them and their team. And then they, you'll get direct source from them. Um, but oftentimes in the way it works now, because it just seems cheaper to hire out and outsource than to have a specific team on staff to do it. Um, I don't know if that's exactly the reason, but it, 
you know, just outside looking in. I can imagine it being cheaper. Um, they funnel it through a service uh, program and then they send it to you. So with press releases, when they when they get to us, um, of course, you don't want to just copy, paste, upload. And that's where it gets not that it's hard, but um, it, it, it takes more effort to go in and like try to read, try to take information that you're getting. It's like writing a mini research paper on somebody who already on somebody's work. Like, not on the person, but on their work. So it's like, I got to take your work and then put it into my own words without too much of it being copied, even though nobody's going... cheating, sir. Yeah, 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 (laughs) plagiarism. Plagiarism is a very real (laughs) thing, and you do not want to get any type of bad reputation for that at all. So you want to go in and you want to change as much of it as possible. You want to put it into your own context. Try to put it into... uh, frame it for your audience know you know know who you're looking at and who you're dealing with or if you're reaching out into a group that you've never really dealt with try to get a little more technical like i remember one of my most successful articles was um, one on genshin impact i don't play genshin impact i'm not in the in the world of genshin impact at all but um i knew that it was a really big following and i knew that the fan base is very serious about their game so whenever I go into something like that, I do my best to like really try to tighten up. I'm all doing extra research and like making sure this is the right company who's doing this part of it. Make it like I, I want to say it was the Shin Yun event. Um, I don't know. The, yeah, I think it was the Shin. I'm probably butchering it. I'm, you know, I'm sorry, folks, if I'm wrong. But it was a it was an event that um, that they just had, and it was a pretty big thing and. It, it was weird. It's weird talking about a game you don't play, especially when you really have no idea how it works. So I got to talk about mechanics and I, it, it, it gets it gets a little iffy. And it's it's weird because. You would think, oh, well, you don't play it, so don't talk about it. It's like, no, well, um, I'm a uh, am I a journalist. Wow. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> it's, 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 it's so weird. Look, It's right. so weird to right. say so. Can I? Can, I'm gonna go off, go off a little bit, and give a quick background into how I got to this point. So I've always created, not always, but I created content, YouTube videos, live streaming. Um, I used to do a lot of reaction videos. I love movie trailers. Like I'm a sucker for movie trailers. I I think movie trailers show a little too much now, but I still love movie trailers. Like I, if I miss the movie trailers while going to the theaters, I feel like I missed the movie. It's a weird thing. But it's it's a very real thing for me. I get to the movies early just to watch trailers. Um, but that's what a majority of my content was. Um, and then podcasting with a good friend of mine. Shout out to my brother T Jones. I keep saying friend of mine, silent assassin T Jones. But um, we um, I don't know what possessed me, but I was like, oh hey, there's this company out there called Level One Gaming. Um, they're pretty cool. Never heard of them, but they, they seem, uh, it seems like a smaller site. I wonder if they would let me kind of just, you know, guest post over there. I don't know why. I, I used to hate, I used to try to get my wife, my then girlfriend, to like do all my college papers because I just hated, I hated writing. And it, it wasn't that I hated writing. It was that I hated, I hate busy work. And it just felt so point. I was like, oh, like, and she was like, no, you need to do it. And I'm like, please, just 
So to go Say from you that, love me. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Pulling every card out the, pulling every card I got, puppy eyes and all. Um, and to go from that to like waking up extra early to make sure I'm not missing any big news, to sitting here writing fifteen hundred word reviews and like and really caring about it. It's just such a such a strange thing. But getting there. So back to the point. So with I, I go off. Oh, tangents a lot. I apologize, guys. Yeah, no one on our podcast ever does that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ever? We like we were talking about apples that. and end up on tennis shoes. Like, it, right. <laughs> right. I've done but, far worse. Oh, <laughs> so uh, look, I'm gonna really try to refocus back in. So, I actually hit up David. Uh, shout out to David Fame. He's the head of Level One. Um, and I felt like such a weirdo because I was like, "Hey," I DM'd him, and I was like, "Hey, uh, I've never written before." But I'm, I'm interested, is it okay if I send you a sample? And he was like, sure. Now, like I told Tony and Vance at the airport, it's it's not the no's that I, I, for me at least, and I feel like for a lot of people, it's not the no that's the scary part. It's the yes. It's hearing it's hearing the yes, that, that chance of like, all right, get to work. That's the part that scared me the most because as soon as I sent the message, I immediately hit up my homeboy, Travis, and I hit up my wife and I was like, what, what did I do? Like, why did I do this? Because the first thing he responds is, oh, sure. You know, here's my email. Uh, send us what you got. What? Like, that, yeah. So my first article, um, something that I, I argue about to no end and I'll fight and fall on this hill. Um, GTA 5 is the bane of rock stars creativity um it's and it's the curse of the golden goose this is what happens when you create the perfect game um it prints money and there's absolutely no need rhyme or reason to work on anything else than to better gta online and for them to do or better anything else is simply because they got a team of people who want to and they got the money to do it not because they have to GTA Online is a lifestyle choice. It's evolved into uh, more interactive Sims. Um, it wow, that is a good way of breaking it down. I just yeah, it it really is. It, it's it, it's a life in itself. It's a world in itself, and right. it's become almost a social media platform. Yeah. Um, I mean, people have car shows. Like people legit have car shows in GTA <laughs> Online. Yeah. Um, but what people need to understand is the success and massive money printing that is GTA online and GTA five has killed the creative juices of rockstar because before GTA five, you had in the last 10 years or seven years before, I don't even think 10 I'll I'll say 10 just to give that, that space. They had 13 IPs, everything from sports games, car games, uh, racing games uh, to RPGs. You had uh, licensed IP stuff, the Warriors. Um, you had like, and these are all games that stand and hold up on their own, even without a Rockstar label. Like people still play Bully. People still talk about the Warriors. Um, if they did a remaster, I'd buy it full price, collector's physical edition right now. I, I still think that's Rock, one of Rockstar's greatest games. Um you had Oni. Uh, I think they did the American version of, of Oni. Um, it, it So many titles. But then you look at 10 years, 
past uh, GTA Five. There's only been two games. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm-hmm. No, just that's it. Yeah, just Red Dead. I don't Red Dead, and then all the different iterations of uh, GTA Five. GTA Five, folks, has been on three generations of consoles. Mm, that's deep. Not three. That's not deep. three platforms. Right. Three generations. But of it's, consoles. Cr- it's crazy because they still are near the top of the charts as far as sales. every month. It's crazy. Every month. It's almost like once you're born and it's time for you to decide your class and, you know, the gods say you're a gamer, you're given Skyrim and GTA five. Yeah. And then that, you know, yeah. and go with my child. Yeah. <laughs> to, 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 to uh, support your example. I mean, I was uh, at work yesterday and, um, one of the uh, employees that I work with, uh, she was telling us about, yeah, I've played this game with my boyfriend. We just started playing it. It's called GTA 5. It's great. I'm like, it's a 13 year old lady. She said, and she said, well, she said, you know, you know, when I became an adult, I quit playing games. And then she broke up with her, her ex. And then she's with a new guy and like they play games. And there's so many games she's never played. She's like, this GTA is great. And then she's like, and I want to play Skyrim. I'm like, go for it. <laughs> it's, like- it's just like, it's like, they're beautiful. Look, I, I can't speak ill on them continuously selling it and remaking it because I'm one of those people who've bought Skyrim four or five times. Um, so I, I can't, I can't knock them. But it's just like holy crap! Like what? What have we become? We're monsters. <laughs> but that that was my that was my intro article about how it's just is it the curse of the perfect game? Is it a curse or is it the perfect game? Like when you said that at first about the I can't remember your phrasing already, unfortunately. But the uh, no, you said that. Uh, GTA 5 was like the bane of Rockstar or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, I really liked GTA 5 when it came out. And like, I played yeah. it. And I'm like, where's he going to go with this? He goes, oh, it's just too good for, you know, for its own good. And it's, that makes sense to me. And we talk about it that it's still making ridiculous amounts of but money. Hand over yeah. fist. And it's like... true. It's, it's true for not for other studios too. I mean, look at Sony. Uh, look at uh, Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog is trapped in this loop of The Last of Us. Third person over the shoulder, deep story, heavy cinematic moments. They have to, and I feel bad because I I almost believe they would have to create a subdivision to release a new style of game to get it to get from the ire of everyone waiting for the next deep cinematic experience from them. Like just I keep doing it, keep doing it, just like you do, man. Last of Us Part Two is like my absolute best single player experience. I felt so many feelings. I did not know it was possible to experience emotion at that level, even in real life. I'm not like, I just, no, it takes you through it. I've been dumped and didn't care about it as much as like, what's going to happen with Ellie? You know, like (laughs) my greatest of single player games, Pac-Man. Ooh. No. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, hey, no, but, no, but you could have been a little bit more progressive and chose Mrs. Nah, Pac-Man, no, but no, 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 no. Okay. 
And bump, I was wondering bump, bump, because bump. I seen a post about, like you said, GTA Five, and I think it came from like uh, the studio, and it was like GTA Six developer hasn't even been born yet. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, like. I mean, like, we're gonna ride this and wheels fall off. Yeah, I, I do, just like I. Funny enough, speaking of Skyrim, I I won't believe El, um, Elder Scrolls Six is like really gonna release until like I get a street date. Like I I will not just because how do you walk away from that? Like when when is when is there enough money to overrule your passion? <laughs> like, like what is that magic number to where it's like? Uh, I just feel silly for doing anything else. Like, like they they keep buying it. <laughs> like we right. made the unbreakable ladder that they want to buy over and over. <laughs> like, take it, I, right? Take, yeah. Like, how do you how do you? Because we all know a business's point is to make money. Like right. that's where the boards I, I and the humans come in. That once or twice on this podcast. Just yeah, maybe. I, I mean, it. hey. Capitalism, baby. Capitalism, man. That's why you have humans on boards because if it was just up to robots, you know, moving numbers, they're gonna do everything in their power to make profit. And the profitable thing is just to keep upgrading GTA Five or GTA One. Your your mistake there is assuming that board members are humans. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I I I try to give a little. Capitalists are not necessarily humans. Just that's why I'm. Just they're all, you know, clone. You know, they're all like, uh, what's a what's the company called? Uh, CD Project Wrecked. Yeah. Wrecked. Yeah. CD, the ultimate CD capitalist. Wrecked. <laughs> Man, with their that abomination. Was, how do you just set game. that company up to fall like that? Like that was just. It was all Keanu's fault. He lied <sighs> about being six one. That's what I heard. <laughs> no, you're six. No. <laughs> right. I, I just. Oh, but I'm sorry. So I went completely left field. Back to the original point. Yes, it's um it's difficult to it's difficult to write when it comes to trying to hit that right tone for uh for different press releases. Reviews, I usually can give a little more of my voice because it is me talking about my experience and right. trying to make sure uh I convey Okay. When it comes to reviews, I like to look at it from the angle of the average consumer because we get lost in the sauce of most gamers in this space. Most people, you know, the podcasting, gaming news space, we get lost and we think that the people we talk to are the norm. We are the extreme outliers. Like the fact that I have like 10 unopened games next to me is a complete outrageous idea. That's that's we are absurd. The average gamer buys four games a year. Like that's somebody who games a lot. They're Call of Duties, the FIFA's, the random big title like Elden Rings, uh, or Ghost of Tsushima, or you know what I mean. Like you, you got you those those games that make so much noise that you just have to go and get it. Um, but for the most part, most people buy four or five games a year. I might buy four or five games a month. Like, <laughs> and that's me being. Very conservative because I'm signed up to Humble Bundle. I'm signed up to like don't let me you know don't let me go down the list. But so when I'm reviewing and when I'm talking about games, I do my best to speak from that angle 
So anything you read from me is not going to be super technical because that's not who I am, even though I talk a good game like I know what I'm talking about. But that's not who I am. And I believe I believe in worrying about that kid who's like got a who can only get that game when they got a great report card or when uh, it's their birthday or Easter or Christmas. Like that's the only time that because that's how I grew up. I, right. Whenever I had good grades, went and got a game. Uh, birthday, I uh, used to get a game in my Easter basket. Like, you know, like, so that that's how I grew up. So I try to write from that perspective. So it's like, hey, is this worth one of those few games you're going to get this whole year? Or wait until it's, like, on sale or potentially in Game Pass or da 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 And right. so that's the angle I like to take for the average consumer because there's enough – there's enough uh like digital foundries and like I'm like that they got that. Uh I don't even think I talk about frames. <laughs> so I'd like to ask your uh just reference one of your reviews cuz when mm-hmm. uh, I heard we were going to have you on, mm-hmm. got the link to your website, went through, tried to click on some articles that had your name on it. Uh, I I couldn't find it again, but the other day I swear, and I hope this this was your article. But did you use the word? Uh, I'm gonna say it wrong. Ch- uh, how do you say the Ch- Cthulhu esque? Oh, Cthulhu. Oh yeah, Cthulhu esque. Yes. Yes. That was you, wasn't it? Yeah, it it was definitely yeah, me. I saw yeah. that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on board. Right. Yeah. That was all it took. <laughs> I was like. Oh. I, I think uh, I even I think I put like Lovecraftian Cthulhu esque uh, dating yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> But here, here, I'm gonna pick my bone right now. All right, let's do it. Uh oh, I'm scared. I'm like legit. Like, <laughs> now, this was discussed heavily on the podcast. Just for reference, just so you understand, kind of what you're walking into right now. Oh, Lord. We had uh, the tournament organizer for Kumite in Tennessee on uh, a few months back. Beely is his name, and he does like the fighting game, like Street Fighter, whatever. I, I challenged him to 1v1 me, bro. You know, just because why wouldn't I? You know, you just got to keep it fresh on the podcast. I'm sorry. So he he didn't, you know, he checked oh. it out, obviously. <laughs> it wasn't that it was a completely, you know, false and <laughs> fake uh, challenge. Battlefield 2042, man. Okay. I, 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 I oh, feel like uh, I feel like our reviews are significantly at odds. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The person who played the beta... <laughs> and ranted on this podcast about it being the worst beta I've ever played, and it's the only game in the history of the world I've ever got a return on. I don't return pants if they don't fit, man. Like, and I went through Sony's garbage <laughs> to get rid of that thing because it was so bad. <laughs> and let you me gave tell it like you, like a 7.8. Yeah, <laughs> hey, but and the let worst me, part and, was, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, man, no, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. No, go ahead. But the worst part was not that he played it. I had to watch him play it through Twitch. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, look at this. This is so Ooh. trash. So I'm like, I got to sit here and support my boy. I'm like, oh, this is garbage. It, it was like my first time streaming in nine months. And I didn't bullets specifically. Not, bullets not hitting people. Oh, um, so Mac wrong, disappearing. Um, okay. I couldn't exit the helicopters when I was oh. <laughs> Let, let like, me tell you. There was not a good thing about the game as far as I was concerned. No. Um, and this is probably my worst journalistic decision was to not go back and do an updated review because, um, I am part of the EA creator program. I saw 100. that. I was actually yeah. going to mention that. I saw yeah, that yeah. I gave you an advanced copy. I'm like, oh, he's selling out. 
Yeah. By the way, oh, 100%. Don't an insult oh no. I have said repeatedly on this podcast that I'm just waiting for the opportunity. I'm waiting to show. Oh, guys, I, <laughs> I, I say it all the time. Oil people. Oh, I I say it all the time. I'm so ready to chill out to feed my family with this gaming stuff. A thousand percent. But let me tell you this. My biggest mistake was not going back and redoing an updated review because the game that released is not the experience that I had. Because everything that was wrong in the beta, because I, I believe there was a closed beta and then an open beta, Um, I played and I remember like, dude, the map wouldn't load up. Like you had complete areas disappearing behind like polygons and whatnot vehicles which still happen driving up the side of buildings uh lack of destructibility but once again when i review games i do it from the perspective of a casual gamer it was fun i still have fun i still put mad hours you had fun wrong sir okay no 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 (laughs) and no and you're 100 percent right because the lack of destructibility alone made it not a battlefield game yeah what was that and then Call of Duty Vanguard at the same time is coming out with their destructible environments, which is literally wood uh, slats over a door. <laughs> it, like, it, it's it's the craziest uh, thing ever. Who who would have thought that um, few, a more futuristic and then the the whole storm thing? But okay, back to the point because I'm not trying to get out of this because you you're absolutely right. And I'm glad you called me out on this. Um, I think you're I think you're the fir- no I think you're the first person to call me out about this review. Um, <laughs> And I appreciate it. I'm grateful for it. Um, the game as it stands now, do not go and buy it. Avoid that game at all costs. And if you, I believe you read my review. I said the portal was going to be the downfall of it. Portal, yeah. the portal is a horrible idea. Anything that comes in to spread out your player base is a bad idea. I don't care how you cut it. I don't care how innovative it is. I don't care how much fun it is. The moment you bring something into a game where your whole game's function is based on whether or not you can get people to be in one area at one time for a set time period, why would you create something that isolates people even further and makes it harder to generate? So let's say everything about the game worked perfect. Let's say Battlefield 2042 launched and it was everything was supposed to be take out the storm add back in the destructibility. They didn't even add the destructibility to the classic modes that you would find in the portal. That's what I really was bothered by too. I was like, dude, these maps were destructible. Why don't you, but okay. Everything works. Everything's great. Portal would spread out the the player base so much that it would absolutely kill the game. Even if everything else was fine, because everybody wants their special map where they could fly helicopters and not get shot at with rockets everybody see look, look as you guys can tell, i got a love for battlefield um everybody you know oh um no auto locks no um no lock on rockets no all oh, this all oh, that oh like uh we don't like c4 so you got a whole lobby full of people fighting to get into a world with no c4 and no um no anti-tank lines that I think Portal alone would have killed long term twenty forty two, but the game was just stripped of so much of what it was. But the playability at the time See, that I there reviewed wasn't even it, like scoreboards and stuff, right? No, nope. But the playability of what it was during that time frame that I got to play it before review the review embargo, I had fun. 
I was like, oh, somebody's going to have a good time with this. Somebody's going to buy it. They're going to jump in. They're going to have fun being in, uh, riding next to somebody in a helicopter, shooting out the window, uh, sniping somebody from halfway across the map, summoning in a robot dog that doesn't properly control right and do what you ask it to. But it, it's just going to be a fun experience, right? So that's what I... But then when it launched in the updates, it just absolutely tank i don't even play it anymore like at all wasn't stream active users and i'm completely i'll even say i'm guessing this number but i swear it was like a thousand or something i, I wouldn't mean, be it surprised was on the pc the pc on, the, yeah, on a, steam right yeah the active uh player base was one, less they, than a thousand they absolutely ruined their own it, it you gotta think you gotta think about how much of a home run they could have had Halo wasn't what it was supposed to be. Yeah, Call of so Duty had misses. Call of Duty was caught all that crap what was going on um with their office uh back office stuff. People were leaving. The frat boy the culture. frat boy culture. They were tanking in the news, people were boycotting but, even but further. Vanguard wasn't even that good of a game. Like Modern Warfare was a better game, Cold War was a better game. Like we've just seen the the games progressively get worse and worse because they know that we're still going to buy them. Yep. And it's now oh, yeah. now they're starting to see hopefully they've learned this year because they gave us Oof. so many horrible games and then they saw what happened with Elden Ring, you know. Uh-huh. I'm hoping that's what we get in the future is something that's I, not hot garbage. I just hate that Battlefield whiffed it so bad. Like it, it it's not even it, where it stands now. It's not even that it's a bad battlefield, it's a bad game. Like Oh yeah. The the, the oh man. It and then what did they start adding in like seasonal outfits like Santa Claus, uh Santa Claus winter hat gear and you know, it's it, in a battlefield game? <laughs> in a battlefield game. Was it twenty dollars a skin? <laughs> Uh, I think it was, who knows how much it cost, because I think it was, like, one of those Amazon Prime, like, Twitch Prime things. Mm, Uh, But how do you, how do you whiff it so bad when everything was made for you to be successful? That whole time period, that window of opportunity was so perfect. If they would have, but just taking out the destructibility alone. But yes, so back to the review, that was for at that time period in which I played it. If you guys go, I have all my stuff up, like Exo, I believe it's called X Phase or Exo Phase. I forgot what the website's called, where you guys can go and look at my hours played and all that. I haven't touched Battlefield since. (laughs) And they just, how do you, there's no way I should be playing anything other than Battlefield right now. Because, yeah, if they had had a good game, you know, all they had to do was do what they had done every year in the past. But that capitalism, yeah. baby. Oh, we, yeah. We we actually had like a month, two months of uh, episodes where we were talking. We, we were buying into the hype of Battlefield. You know, we were like, hey, what's going to be the better shooter? Halo, uh, Vanguard, Battlefield. And it was almost every time unanimous. Battlefield. Oh, Battlefield. Yeah. Battlefield's Battlefield's gonna gonna be six. Yeah. We kept yeah. calling it Battlefield 6. We didn't know yeah. what it was called yet. You right. know, we were excited about it. I just wish they would have just remastered Battlefield 4. That would have been a better decision. Any number of things. Yeah. They right, could have thrown like spaghetti at the wall and come up with a better game better, for, this, yeah. for this for this release. It's so bad. The, 
the money grabbing aspect of it got mm-hmm. bad. Um, and it, it just it makes you wonder, right? Like, who's sitting down and deciding all of these? Like, come on, man. And speaking of the other shooters, right? right? Like, not pivoting away from my shame, but I want a whole documentary around Halo Infinite. I need an entire documentary around that game. And I would watch every episode. I don't care who does it, Netflix, Peacock, whoever. I'm watching it. Uh, Man, all of them. Because you got to think, we're still getting like a a beta-style introduction of stuff into this game. We still don't have every full aspect of Halo. At least with Battlefield, it, it launched in all of its shameful glory. Um, but, but with Halo, we don't even have every aspect that was promised to be there once it launched or a few months after launch. And now what are we, how many months since the game? Several. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. But my, my point is I want to play the build that they were ready to launch at launch. Oh gosh. I want to play that game. The Craig build. I want to play that game. I want to play that multiplayer. You know what really threw me off about that? And I talk crap about Halo, but I believe still for this year that is my most played game. Or was it last year? It might have been last year. But I was able to, in a VR game that I, on my my Oculus Quest 2, I was able to bump into enemies and the game recognized that there was somebody behind me. Whoa. Thank you. So you get where I'm going with this. That, you, that's ludicrous. You See, don't even have that in Halo. Yeah. I don't know how many times I went to melee, melee somebody and they like fused into me. Or like, it's... It, the joining of two souls that missed melee attempt. <sighs> oh my gosh. Well, look, I'll probably cut this off the podcast because uh, my nine-year-old loves Halo. So I can't let oh, him hear I'm anything sorry. bad about the game. I'm, he loves Halo. Well, I, no. I think it stinks. You know what I'm saying? He's like, we, hey, we Dad, let's play, play Halo. And I was like, yeah, we'll play Halo. But, time, I, let's go. Isn't the Halo <laughs> Infinite, the in my extremely limited Halo experience, the exact same game as whatever other Halos there have been? That was my feeling as a, as a complete noob to it. Also, I felt like Splitgate was just a better game, having recently played that. Ooh. And okay. I, play, I played that like two days ago with my nephews. I'm, I'm going to say this. I have never been a Halo multiplayer person up until Halo Infinite. Um, I remember back like Halo 2 days, it would be like the couch, you know, couch co-op. Somebody come over looking for something to play, you know, that. But never heavy duty, getting into lobbies. Like, nev- never. That was never me. Uh, battle, it was at, I was a Battlefield bad company guy or mag or um the, it, it just I, I like i like those style of games more than than halo and then of course call of duty mix that in um we were all calling that's of duty why I, guys i think uh tony was the most battlefield of leaning yeah, let me tell you us. i went to go get my helicopter helmet my real life helicopter helmet hey. when you started talking about battlefield that's about how big a battlefield fan i am but you know? it got stolen out of the garage because you left the door open apparently mm. <laughs> let, let me t- let me tell you what did it for me what really turned like me into a battlefield fanatic was 
I was in a building. I forget which one I was playing. I don't know if it was Bad Company 2 or Bad Company, but I was in a building sniping, and I had put C4 on, like, the main walls. And I heard, it, at least I thought somebody was coming up the stairs, and I jumped off the building, blew it up. And, you know, remember, it used to make that weird noise. And then the building come down and got a kill as I left the building to get back to sniping more people. And I was just like, how is this all in one game? How did I just... How did I, and then get back to the fighting without any loading screens, without any cutscenes? It, it was just right back to it. How? How? And then how do you expect me to go back to, here's a set small map. You guys kill each other as much as you want. Or like who can get to the most, like it, it just, not that it felt, there's clearly a place for it and the game is successful and the game is fun because I, you know, I play it, even though I don't think I played the last two Call of Duties. What was, so you had Vanguard and then what was the one before it? Cold War. Cold War. Cold War. And before that I was be- Modern Warfare, which is the yeah. Warzone one. I believe I played um, a little bit of um, um, Cold War. or um, But I, I don't know, the last two, I know for sure I haven't played Vanguard. Outside of the beta, I believe they put out on like PS4 or something. Um, but dang, man, Battlefield was just. I, you remember when they added in the the map altering moments when the mud wall? Um, it was like a uh, I don't know if it was a mud wall or a um, a dam where the dam bursted and you like if you were in the area you got killed. Well, I was on a on an ATV. And the wall was bursting, and I was able to drive away from it as it's like, this is all online, in-game, and all of that is no longer in existence. Go play Battlefield 4, guys. Go buy all the DLC. Play Battlefield uh, 4. The the buildings, they collapsed. What year did that come out? Tony, would I have played that with you? I don't think so. No, what was that like 2013? That think. was the first year of the PlayStation 4, so yes. Yeah, because I didn't even uh, get a PlayStation. So, I got the PlayStation <laughs> Pro. Every, every moment of your life is, de- is 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 de- delineated by which what console came out during that. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's like okay, that, that was one one uh, plus one from PS4. You know, it's like literally uh, how you <laughs> found out when Outriders came out is you you went from the console release date uh-huh. to, right. to, to figure it oh man there should be a, like uh, a calendar a special calendar just based on right there is man it's right <laughs> up here in our noggins we are in year three year three my lord of uh xbox series no. <laughs> year of our console no <laughs> right. it's a new age every new age of right. humanity based on the console at what, point, at, tell, at what point in the age do you stop? <laughs> at what point in the age do you start? Do you stop saying the next gen, next generation console, or, and start saying uh, current gen or oh, that, you know? I think I think with this generation, we're going to be dealing with that all the way up until like a console refresh for both of them, because of the the fact that a lot of people, most like for example, most PS fives that are bought are in some scalpers house, like. It's not. It's not like everybody who wants a PS5 just has a PS5. That's not, right. and it's it's not a that's not a real thing. Most of them right. are sitting up in somebody's closet or somebody's open garage or you know like it's, 
right. Not for yeah. long. Hey, let me go check. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, I, I think that and then the chip shortage and then um, the fact that we're over a year, right? I, I, I'm not going to lie. These last couple of years are a blur. Yeah. So are we are we over a year was, uh, for November, these consoles? November yep. of 20. Yeah, they came out in 20. Yep. Whoa. That, yeah. It does not feel that way. So Outriders has been out for like a year and a half. Yeah. Holy crap. So I I haven't played Outriders since Tony told me they were taking it off of Game Pass. But did they take it off and add it back? Because I feel like I saw it down there because I hooked up my Xbox. I the other day hope it's still game. there because I'm not buying it. Oh, I'm not oh, buying it either. Yeah. I actually thought about playing it too. Like right. uh, when I was just, my nephew wanted to play Splitgate and he always is on Xbox and that's what we had played it on. Uh, so I hooked up the Series X that had been unplugged for months. And I was like going through, and I'm like, oh, right, you know, uh, Outriders. I should pl- no, not gonna do it. <laughs> no thanks. Like I just thought, like immediately I went to the grind and like all the work it takes to kill something in that game. You know, oh, like the bullet sponges. Yeah, that's the their in game progression. That's all they not, were, weren't they? All yeah, the bosses like, were bullet sponges. That's that's right. it. Like. And it was either you went super high DPS or you had to get like that mix of survivability and DPS. But when you had that, you couldn't they, gold them, they, you know, because they of the wanted time to go the opposite of Destiny, where Destiny's their bosses aren't bullet sponges, but they're ridiculous like sequences of like, oh, oh yeah. the whole team has to run around in a circle carrying yeah, a ball, jumping over orb, trenches yeah. through tic tac toe mazes and 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 then slam dunk the ball you know at the exact same moment yeah. and then you get like a window of like 10 seconds to do as yeah, much damage as you can that's the dps yeah <laughs> um i i'll say this i had to put um i had to put destiny 2 down for no other reason than there are other video games to play i told these guys that i literally was i picked that up and i was unemployed and i decided i did not have enough time to play that game as it, an it, unemployed person, I did not have enough time to play Destiny 2. It's I ridiculous. I, the grind I don't. I don't know what it is about the Destiny logo or uh, the, the 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 symbol Destiny, but it's got this like, like this silent siren call. You know, mm-hmm. play me. You know, yeah. you want to right every time yeah. you, you scroll past it. Ah, but then you That's think you about that grind. Your hard drive, right? The last I barely uninstalled this... D one. I barely uninstalled oh, really? Destiny One, barely, and I first I don't know what possessed me. I was scared, like I was gonna lose something. That's how I felt when I uninstalled Warzone, dude. And it was Ooh. like eighty percent of my console stored. Oh yeah, one game, hundred percent. And I hadn't played it in like two months. I was like, all right, I'm just diving in. And once you know, I could actually play video games after I deleted that thing. <laughs> you know, it's uh, crazy. Mm, mm, I had to put it away. I. For no other reason, not because it was bad, not because it was broken. It just there's so many other I I what I, I played Destiny wrong. So the same way I was playing twenty forty two but wrong. I accused I, I many play, people of playing things wrong. Just so you know, you don't. No, no, no. Excited. I I know for a fact with <laughs> Destiny, I play it in wrong. I would go into the Crucible with like green and blue weapons that I like retransmogged or whatever, like just to piss people off. Because I know how much people care about the game. Mm-hmm. So like, to imagine getting killed by like a gray weapon in the crucible, like I just know that since somebody like somebody definitely broke a controller. And it makes <laughs> you feel good. You sure it wasn't one of your teammates when you first 
Got oh, lobby. I'm loading up. They're like, what is your... What you know, is your... Get out of here, dude. Of with a and it's just nothing but blue weapons. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, uh, what is your light level? Like, oh, bro, I'm all getting voted out everywhere. Um, but yeah, and then I like to use, like, the weird weapons that, for no reason other than just to hurt people's feelings. Uh, it's all scout rifles and, like, it just... And it, 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 I used to... Oh God, I used to... Man, and then oh, Iron Banner, Charles of Osiris only went to the lighthouse once, and that was because I got super carried. I don't, I don't do well under like <laughs> limited pressure like that. <laughs> a couple of buddies who were in uh, the UK, and they could snipe. I could never snipe on Destiny because no matter what I did, the sensitivity was never right, and I had thousand plus hours on that game. I'm sure never had the sensitivity feeling right on my controller. They did. And they would snipe, and I would run around with a shotgun, and we'd get it done pretty often. But it was, uh, I still felt like I was, it didn't matter if I got more kills, which didn't happen super often. I still would feel carried just because they'd be hitting those crazy snipes, you know, one shot headshots. Mm-hmm. And I would, I was never getting that, you know. <laughs> I mean, with my, uh, what was that, uh, Fell Winter's Lie or whatever I'd Ooh. have in my hands. Hey, I got some it's... advice for you, Clint, on that. Is it get good? Get good. Did I take the wind out of your sails? <laughs> It's okay, man. It's okay, old man. You'll 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 get there someday. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. <laughs> just get good. He's like, you know, just, just you know, just don't die. No, I, hit, I hit the evil laugh button and it disappeared. I must have hit the X. <laughs> I don't know oh, if it Lord. played or not. Hold on. Oh, Lord. Hey Tony. Yeah, uh, get good at that too, get, Glenn. Get, get quicker on your insults. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, Baron, I wanna uh Bring us back to your the level one gaming and ah. the journal uh, journalist aspect of what you're doing. Tangent, and again, tangent, putting tangent. you on the spot, but hopefully this is just a little bit more lighthearted and fun for yeah, you. Yeah. For folks that are looking to get into video game journalism or, or anything of like of that sort, reviews or maybe even content creation, because you've kind of been around the block with all that stuff. What uh, and we know kind of your story about mm-hmm. getting into the journalism aspect, but do you have advice for like new uh, people who are just entering or people that have maybe a steady stream that want to start branching out or anything of that sort for us? In our yeah. So when it comes to the writing portion, um, always tell folks just start writing now. Um, get a free blog or I don't know, get on Reddit, create a Reddit account and just write and post just to get a body of work. See if see if there's somebody out there like I know us level one gaming. Um, there's a couple other sites out there that'll let you um, that'll let you um, guest post or that'll just take on people. Who, you know, of course you gotta have a sample, uh, but just put it out there. Get a body of work. Get something to show someone because it's always easier to get um, to get brought onto a team or to get hired on if you have something to show. Like, hey, this is what I can do, and I want to do it here. You know, that's a lot easier than just going up to with no body of work. Hey, I can write. It's like, well, can you? <laughs> right. You know, because um, it, it, it's that's that. And then reach out, not necessarily up. That that's always a that's always a big issue people run into. You think you got to go out and immediately become Internet associates or friends with the big names of whoever and wherever. And that usually doesn't work. 
but what works is when you find somebody who's got a similar goal as you and they're kind of out next to you, like what we're doing now, the reaching, you know, the reaching out instead of up, it, it, it's a, it makes it a lot easier. We, um, who knows where we're going to be five years from now, you know, that whole, like, where do you right. see yourself five years from now? <laughs> um, but that five years from now thing, well, it could be huge. You guys could be the next big thing. You know what I mean? Level one could be the next IGN. And now we got that connection that would have probably never happened if we were all trying to reach up. Like, you know, and um, don't, you know, and be genuine. Don't and sign on for only what you can do and be honest with what you can do. The the level one team, they'll tell you, I, I say no to a lot of stuff. Um, I try to get out as much work as possible. Um, they, they will... I'm the communications director and they they'll tell you like, I, Oh, Baron, uh, reach out and get this code. Okay. We got the code. All right. Now review it. Uh, we need the, you know, we need this by this. And I'm like, what? Like, but Baron, it's a brand new game. I don't want it. Like, you know, I'm always trying to get out of work. A man after my own heart. <laughs> hey, I, I just, Hey, I just keep it. I, it took a long time for me to hit that point of being completely honest with myself and not overexerting myself. Cause I, you know, I have kids, um, wife, you know, I got a nine to five. I still have a lot of a whole life in itself outside of this. And this has become a life of its own as well. And right. um, make sure your partner is involved or people you who care and love about you. Let them know, like my mother, my father, my nephew, my kids and my wife, they're here right now. I don't know if you, do you guys hear anything? I don't hear anything. They, mm. my door's open a few times. My wife crawled in, the, crawled in my office because she left something in here. Like you got all of this happened while we were doing this. And, right. but that's <laughs> right. because they know how serious this is to me and they respect what I'm doing. And then they help me out and I make sure to put in my husband, father, real life tokens. Like, Hey, uh, I'm not going to be able to okay, do this. You Cause I got way too much secrets. You give it to me. Too. Hey, no. Cause the people need to, nah, yeah, yeah. yeah the people need yeah. to hear this. Like right. they need to know that there's a whole life that goes into this. And right. if you don't have a bunch of responsibilities, good for you, but make sure to still find that balance within it because right. what you, what's not going to do, you know, that whole work hard, work hard, work hard. It's work smart work smarter be make the try to make the the most beneficial move not necessarily you know because i mean i tried the whole streaming every day for you know two three four hours every day streaming every free minute uh posting a video every other day two or three videos i've tried that yeah it brings on some level of um of satisfaction you get the numbers every now and then but can you keep it up? It's, you know, what's that whole thing? It's not what you can buy. It's what you can keep. What can, if you can keep that up, Hey, if you're one of the Gary V's of the world, go for it. But what I always like to point out with Gary V is, and I, I really like what he talks about is um, one thing that always catches my eye is I really don't see his family. How it, as much as this man's on camera, think about that as much as this man's in front of the camera, as much as this man's in front of people don't see his family. So that means something's got to give. Something's on, right. I don't watch as much TV anymore. Um, I haven't watched any of. I haven't finished The Mandalorian. I haven't finished. I haven't watched any Moon Knight. Um, I I don't watch as many movies as I used to. Something's always got to give, and I don't play as many games as I used to. 
Like I, I have to, I have to pick and choose, you know, Lord forbid, uh, like, what did I get into? Uh, I think I really got into no man's sky again, but then all of a sudden I got a big video game review. So then that took me away from it for about a week. And then all of a sudden something else comes out and then Elden ring. And then, you know, like, right. so always tell folks it's a balance. Something's got to give and make sure to put in to your real life and find people who, um, and keep people involved in what you're doing. So you're not just shelled up in a, in a bubble. Cause yeah. it, it can get lonely and you, you'll want to quit. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's funny you say that because like, uh, you know, like Tony and I, we were in Boston and I say it was the first time I've been in the hotel room and the TV never came on. Cause we was constantly doing stuff constantly, you know, just seeing what, you know, we could just do better researching and stuff like that. So it was like, you know, it was like, like, yeah, like you said, it's like, there's nothing really important on that TV right now. That's going to help the situation right now. What yeah. we're trying to accomplish. You know, I mean, so. I got when I got back from PAX within um, within two days. I think we put up almost 30 videos mm-hmm. like that's so crazy. That's right. ridiculous. That's that's some people's year. Like that's that's legit. Some people's year. You yeah. think some people get out a video a week. Yeah. Um, Were they the cleanest cut? Best edited? Hell no. But they're out because for me, I'm I'm the person on the team who's like, I done is way better than perfect. Um, just get it out. Just at some level, you have to just get it out because right. I've got so much content shelved from back in the day because I was just oh, I don't know about that. Ah, just get it out. Let let people consume it. Um, you know, you you never know what's gonna hit unless you put it out there for people to consume. Because my my biggest video on my personal outside of level one, my biggest video was the one that I thought nobody would watch. And I did it on a whim. I, I did it. It was more of like a journaling thing. And it still to this day gets watched. And it's funny because every, every time a new season of Marvelous Miss Maisel gets announced, I get an uptick in views on the video. Crazy. Like, it, it just... That's like... Uh... The dumbest video I've put up on YouTube when I one of the very I first ones I ever you'd did. Tell him about this. Right, it's the Destiny video that from Destiny One, and it was uh, right when the game came out. And all I did was uh, edit the clips of like the different voices based on which uh, race you picked, and just like if you pick this race, this is what it sounds like. If you pick this race, this is what it sounds like. Like three different, you know, three different male voices or whatever. That thing has like. Ninety something thousand. <laughs> what? That's but the this video, right? But that's what I try to tell people all the time. I was like, "You gotta let the world. It's for the world. It's not for you." Now right. you do. There are projects that are for you. I release those. I, I I have a whole journaling series that I need to get back to. It's called you know uh my back journey through my backlog, or my backlog adventures or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of sounds sexual, but it's not. I promise. Um and. <laughs> And it, I don't it, believe you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a someone um, else be busting out their bedroom voice on this podcast. Right, now? Yeah, right. I was uh, gonna say right, right, right. The bedroom voice, right, right. <laughs> but no, but I I put that out. That's that, that's a thing for me to not just keep me on track, but just kind of put it on paper so you can see where my head was at and what was going on in that time and what um because all of this stuff for me is kind of like a 
like a weird immortalization of me. Like my kids mm-hmm. don't have to guess who I am. There's probably like over a thousand hours of my voice and face and what made me happy, what made me angry, what, you know, it, it's out there. Like what was my dad excited about, uh, you know, holding my kids, like sitting here on camera talking. Like there's so much of that. They don't really have to get as long as like Google doesn't completely destroy itself. Um, their they stock just... price is down $600 a share. Oh, so, you know. look. <laughs> but, it, it, right? Tanking! Go to the water! Get rid of the cord! Cut the cord! But no, it, it's... Oh, man. Yeah, this stuff... Uh, this stuff is crazy. Uh, it, it's it's a weird journey. I did not see myself getting here. Like, I... But younger me would be so, like, hype. Like, you review video games? Like, people send you games, and it's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you have a, you have old friends from your old friend circles and family members, and you, they, you know, what are you up to nowadays? And you tell yeah, them, and they find yeah. that reaction. So, let me tell you, cool, one of the coolest moments for me, big highlight was we got to interview uh, the global voice of, um, of E-Network, uh, Noveen Crumby. She is the voice of Layla Ellison on Redfall. And we got her on, and funny enough, she was like, you were the first person to hit me up uh, as soon as the, you know, we wanted to find out who the voice actress was and the motion mocap actress. We got her on, and that was that first moment where my mom was like, oh. Like, I, I gotta, you, you know, not the reviews, not the, you know, sitting in meetings with Samsung. No, 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 no. No, no, no. The <laughs> global voice of E-Network. Oh, like, oh. I was like, yeah, you know, she sat and spent the hour with us, talked nice. about how she played side characters on a uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. You know, no big deal. But but moments like that, it's it's pretty cool. And then um, now seeing how my family respects it more, like it went from like a hobby to oh, you just sitting in your office all day to oh, do you got any meetings today? Like like it, it, it's it, it it's been a shift. And, and you know now my mom will send me tips like hey you should try this and i was like yeah all right outside looking in you know who knows but it, it just it's pretty cool man i'm so glad you said that man because yesterday i was helping my, well my dad was helping me uh put the fence up you know storm came through with like that but the whole time it was like um you know checking my phone you know checking your emails and we email it back and forth with dad like man you taking a lot of breaks i'm busy working okay uh-huh I'm, I'm, I'm working so now you know i'm trying to explain to him you know what we do why do we win to boston he's like people do that video games uh-huh. yes yes i'm trying to work okay i'm trying to work i'm trying to talk to tony clint trying to talk to Ben. yes yes what you need you need a hammer huh <laughs> you know like yeah like, yeah. You, say, like you say you know so so it's like you say you know who knows in five years you know now he's looking okay all right son respectable yeah right now he's looking like mm, mm, you need to stay you need to stay at your job you need to stay at your nine to five right now yeah you know and oh and let me let me get on that because a lot of people um a lot of people think you have to like drop everything and jump into this. At least for me, I still have a complete nine to five. Now my nine to five gives me the space to do this. You know, I, I push papers for a living. So this is I, within the wheelhouse. I can do this without completely having to walk away from it. But I always tell folks, do what you can. And if you can consistently do something every so often, do that. Don't overkill yourself. Don't quit your job if you don't have to or if it ain't miserable. Like, you know, 
people try to throw everything or and then start on the lower end of stuff. Some stuff you can't go cheap on, like get you a decent computer that's going to get you five, 10 years. You know, I'm not a graphics junkie. So for me, this 1060 or this 2060 super graphics card is probably going to be with me till my kids are like in middle school, high school. They're five and four. And then I got another one on the way. But hey, um, congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Tony, I'm Doing way better it? at the applause thing than you are. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> the timing is impeccable. Delegate the, uh, the, the, uh, the buttons to you in future episodes. Soundboard. No, I love <laughs> right. it. I love it. But no, like always, you know, certain things, you know, 1500 bucks is expensive, but that'll get you a rig that'll carry you for a very long time. You know, um, don't be afraid when it comes to certain things like monitors and whatnot, offer up and all this other stuff. I'm using a webcam. I wish you guys could see it. Like my camera's pretty decent, but it's a webcam. It's the $60, $80. I think it's like 80 bucks after taxes and everything. $80 webcam. But I always always tell folks, don't don't go broke doing this because you may hate it. Like I streaming is fun, but it's something I gotta really be in the mindset to do. Right. And that's exactly how I feel, dude. I just, I don't have the energy for it. It's I've done it in the past and I, you know, enjoyed myself when I was doing it at the time, but mm-hmm. now it is just, it seems like such a burden. Like I gotta, yeah. I gotta carry these people with me through this game. You know, I have to like say words and think yeah. thoughts because the reason I'm playing the video game is so I don't have to do those things. And some now some people can do that. Some people, you know, I, I envy those folks. I wish I was that good or that big of a personality to where I could just boot up, go live, and be like, "Hey, oh, that's funny. <laughs> right?" I was like, I, "How you doing?" Vibes coming off. Yeah, <laughs> no, because I, I envy those people. I don't, I don't, you know, it, it's it's envy. I I am real envious of those folks <laughs> because if I could do that, I would be streaming now as we're podcasting. Because it would just be like a camera here. And I, I used to have to get, okay. Oh, whew. I used to do, um, uh, what did I call it? Something Thursdays. Because I used to do a um, a news update every week for the YouTube channel, uh, for the Level 1 YouTube channel. And I would write an article and then I would do like a, oh, hi guys, this is Baron J67 with Level 1 Gaming. And this is this week's news. And I would I would go through and do the whole like news update. Well, I would do all of that from beginning to end, writing to rendering, all while live streaming. So people would see me working through the whole process. And people actually came and watched. This is what I always tell folks. If you got the energy to stream, just do it. Because people want to see it. There's no part of, like, people want to see it. People would watch me write up a script, record the script, Upload the script or upload the video, edit it, add game, add um, backgrounds and this and that, and then watch me type up the article. People would sit there for hours and just watch me do it. So I always tell folks, you know, once again, as long as it's not illegal or immoral, have fun with it. Like, yeah, you know, there's other websites for that stuff. Yeah, there, that stuff is there. There's definitely specific sites. But, you know, as as we've seen on Twitch, that stuff is starting to merge. But, you know, that's a whole other story <laughs> in itself. Next time you'll have to join us for our hot tub stream, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't have enough room in here for that. It might be a, a, hot, cool. a hot mug. <laughs> we'll fly to Nashville. Tony's got a hot tub. Uh, hey, it's a party. <laughs> it's a party, right. It's a party. 
was funny. Oh, oh man. man. Yeah. Gaming. Yeah. So what are you guys yeah. playing? Because I, 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 like, what are you guys playing right now? Elden Ring. Oof. That's what I'm playing, Elden Ring. Yeah, I used to be a 2K junkie, and I deleted 2K off. I'm like, oh. I play, yeah, I used to be heavy on 2K. Heavy. It's a big when transition for out, uh, Vance because he is not a single player I do not player. play single player games. Yeah, it's always yeah. multiplayer. Call of Duty, you know, uh, 2K. Um, I started with Halo. And then it was mm. a little too more, a little too, you know, uh, futuristic for me from the 360. They was like, "We'll try Call of Duty." Never looked back. But, but yeah, you know, these guys like, "Yo, Elder Ring, Elder Ring." I said, "Okay, all right." And then I met guys on 2K that was leaving 2K. Like, man, 2K suck. I'm gonna play Elder Ring. Really? Like, we've been playing like you know, 2K since 19. Yo, yo, they said, "Go get it." Stop mid game with the Best Buy. I need Elder Ring right now. You know, put it in. Oh my god, look at the graphics. Oh, I love it. Love it. Baron, I, I had to I have to tell you about this event because I know Vance very well and we have had so many discussions. Vance does not play single player. Okay. Vance also doesn't build in Fortnite. Right? There are there are lots of absolutes about gaming when it comes to uh Vance <laughs> that I am well aware of. Yeah. <laughs> I got a phone call ten o'clock at night, and it's my boy Vance. And he's like, he's like, hey, so I got Elden Ring. And I'm immediately a little, like, I'm happy, but cautiously happy because Elden Ring is not an easy game, especially for, At like, all. a first-time single-player thing. And he's asking me what character to do in all this. And then I'm watching his stream and trying to, like, talk to him, like, about some of the stuff that's <laughs> happening. And I was, like, so excited that he's branching out. And the game is phenomenal. But then oh, yeah. I was so nervous for him that he would have gone and spent this money and invested this time in this game that he was going to bail on right away. But he's still in it, man. He's he's trucking yeah. along. I'm proud of him for it. Yeah. And then what's crazy is going to PAX East, I told Tony and Clint, blew my mind. There was one screen that had Vanguard, a handful of screens that had Elden Ring. There was no 2K. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. 2K you, wasn't there at any yeah. Yeah, Any 2K way, shape, or form. Yeah, at all. So you think you're a gamer just because you be on console, whatever, for like ten years, fifteen years. Like, oh yeah, I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer. And then you go and you don't know anything. And these people know developers. They know artists. They know who did the music, the composer. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at thirty dollar dice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I'm looking at like eighty dollar board games, and I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah, you know, like it blew my mind. And it's like now it's like, like you know, like uh, I'm like just. Man, okay, let me see what's on Steam that you know I can play for free. You know, get my hands wet a little bit with the with the you know ASDW real quick. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like I'm like, yeah, I'm like, man, I'm sitting there struggling at the demos. You know, with the keyboard. You know, the, the exhibitors right there. Push Q, push R, push E, and I'm over here struggling. Like, oh my god, you know, like what a what a controller. But I love yeah, it, man. But it blew my mind though. Blew my mind. It's so crazy because I once again I try to explain to folks. I was like, the majority of people who are playing games are they play the way you used to play, like the two K, you know, in two K, uh, maybe another sports game mixing Madden or FIFA, um, and then Call of Duty and that random title like this year it'd be Elden Ring, like that. That's all most people most people are playing. What uh what trips me out though, and what I love bothering people about is, at least for me, two K and FIFA, and now even MLB the Show because I kind of started playing it. Those are just RPGs. 
and people hate when mm-hmm. I do that. And I'm like, they're RPGs. They're like, what do you mean? And I was like, you are literally going through scenarios over and over to boost up your stats so that you can be better at it. And then you're putting up your character against somebody else's character to see who's better. These are RPGs and border. And then the new 2K is borderline an MMO with the way they got the world set up with the, uh, that, like, I was like, what do you, you're buying skins to make your character look better. Remember, I swear 2K used to have it to where when you bought shoes, it would boost your stats, like certain right. apparel. Um, I don't think they do that anymore, do they? No, they, uh, they just actually brought that back this year. They literally just really. I used yeah. to love that. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to get yeah. this J so my, my jump ability would be up. But yeah. um, but not, I play, so I play these sports games and people hate when I download them because I usually disappear for a while. Um, I play 2K and FIFA, like hardcore RPGs. I go into the career mode, start from the beginning and just run it all the way as much as I can, build up my character as high as I can, get on the club or the team that I want to be a part of, uh, go Arsenal. But it, it just, you know, it, it it's... I really, I treat them like diehard RPGs. That's the only, I do not play multiplayer at all. And I will put mad hours into a sports game. Like that. So it's funny. Yeah. It's uh, funny. We got a homeboy like that. Uh, uh, He actually works with us and he plays GMO. Like, yeah. And Ooh. he builds a team. He calls it Nashville Builds Team. And I'm like, you don't play multiplayer? And he's like, no. Don't, I don't refuse. Even, don't I refuse right. to go right. to the court. Don't even think about it. I'm like, <laughs> do you know really? why? You probably don't want to do it for the same reason I don't want to do it, which we've already touched on this episode, which is they're playing it wrong. Right? Yeah. Oh, and then you're now with the way it's set up, you're really competing, and then you're competing against money. Like, who wanted to drop a hundred dollars up front to get their Pay character the play, maxed right. out? Pay, yeah. Right. And I'm like, I, I'm not gonna do that. Now, if there was some like level, like if it was like pure skill i'd still wouldn't play because i'm trash um i'm a button masher at heart and um i really am that's why that's why i was shocked i beat elden ring but even though i did cheese a few of the bosses and then i did have to get help at the end almost put the game down i was like you guys can go in my tweets and you'll see it i was like i'm quitting unless i can get help and then (laughs) i came across help and i was because that was the first uh square soft wow um the first uh from soft game i've beaten and I've put mad hours into uh, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls. I even put a lot of hours into Dark Souls 3. I even rebought Dark Souls on my Switch. Like, I've put hours into these games, but this is the first one that I've beat. It's a it's a crazy game, man. Their titles definitely uh, test uh, your persistence level. <sighs> stubborn people. It's made for stubborn people. This is like the cat scratch of uh, like games. Like It's like, hey... You know, you want to try again? You want to try again? Man, let me tell you something. I done lost so many ruins just by walking Ooh. away. I'm just like, you know what? Like, I was telling Tony, like, I had to fight the dude in the desert. I'm like, I'm, I, I summoned Ooh. everybody. For Don, right? Yeah, everybody. It's and I'm like, okay, he's beat me 20 times. And it's funny because, like, you know, I'm trying to be serious, but I'm laughing at the same time because this dude, like, a. Uh, 50 foot giant on his little mule riding around in the desert. You like, yo, like how's he dragging? Right, yeah. He's, you know, he's running around like, oh my God. Right, yeah. I was just like, Baron, he hasn't seen the fire giant yet. Oh, I'm sorry. We were trying to explain to him how huge he was. The fire (laughs) giant makes Radon look small. 
so small, dude. Let's yeah. see. And then he's oh, annoying, God. and I almost quit. That was let me tell you all the places I almost quit. Radon, um, not Radon. No, I actually beat him on the second go around. Um, uh, what was that dude's name? Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Uh, the fire giant. Uh, Marjot or Margit. Um, the first one. The first one. Margit, yeah. Yeah, Margit, and then um, there was Godskin duo. Oh, the Godskin duo. Yep, there you go. I, I, bro, I legit (laughs) had to go onto like uh, a thread looking for sweaties to come in and help me because I try. I, I let me tell you how serious I took that moment. I went through the whole Age of Stars cycle to unlock Black Knife Tish just to try to beat the Godskin duo to go get that summon. No, two I went and got the mimic and uh black uh the black knife teach just to try to beat the Godskin duo. Right. So just saying this topic deserves a whole podcast on its own. The places I almost quit Elden Ring. Mm, uh, that would be a good show. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now that if you enjoy your playthrough, whatever, like I played through Elden Ring so many times, and uh, it would be a point of pride for me to prepare myself appropriately before going into these fights. Like, I'd be so excited when I get Verdon first try or Fire Giant first try or, all, you know, all these things. Like, it was like, this, it was like winning a game of Warzone, you know? Like, mm. I, I calculated my needs i made the right decisions i anticipated the moves i you know i had the right gear the right levels the right armor all that stuff and i did it first try so that playthrough i was undefeated doesn't matter that he killed me 200 times that nope, doesn't matter through i was undefeated right that's what mattered to me clint i had a moment the other day that i, I was was made to feel bad kind of like when we're always podcasting together but um <laughs> sounds about right so I've so you know playing Elden Ring. I've yet to beat it. I've I've beaten uh, some of the other titles from from the Demon Souls, um, the the Sony exclusive one. Uh, I can't Bloodborne. remember what's uh, what's called. Oh, Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Yeah, you were right, uh, Beating that one. So I'm not a stranger to from software titles, and I am having the most difficult time right now with. Black Blade Malaketh or whatever. Oh, yeah. Because he won't hold still for me. I'm playing this melee character. He won't hold still for me. Okay. Don't Can tell me how to beat him. Okay. Don't okay. tell me how to beat him. I was just about to say. We were probably just going to say words thing. of encouragement. I would never <laughs> no, well, I was swinging. One of the guys at work who's never played a From Software title at all. Never. Comes in to me. He says, where you're at? Black Blade. And he, and he says, oh, I just fought that guy. I'm like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, I beat him on my first try. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 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 you know what? This game, I could imagine this like shaming people out of playing it or continue. Because I know I got shamed out of Animal Crossing. Like when I, when people, like I made a mistake of going to Pinterest and then going to like Twitter, the Animal Crossing Twitter, I got shamed out of that game. People were like, oh, you have, you got apples as your, 
you're starting fruit. I was like, <laughs> you're like, those are the people who live on your island. I was like, whoa, what color is your airport? Like, I was like, are you serious? And they're like, yeah, like, I, I, I got so embarrassed. I went and dug up all my fruit trees and went to another island and took all of their fruit <laughs> trees and brought them back and planted. Like, but beside the point, I could see people like, I, I don't recommend this game to people. I, when people ask me, if you have to ask me, should you play Elden Ring? My answer is always no. Always. If you have to ask, the answer is no. I don't want you going and spending 60 bucks, 70 bucks, or whatever, and fighting to return it because you're getting mollywopped and thrown across the room over and over and over and over and yeah, over. Right. And you're just trying to cast I wouldn't a spell. know anything about that. Just yeah. to that game. No problem. Yeah, like, I, I usually try to tell people to avoid it. Like, please don't do it to yourself. Like, go watch enough videos. Go spend 10 bucks and get one of the older titles. Just try that out first. When just you to see tell if them you... to go watch videos, have them watch the no-hit videos just so they know they're trash. Oh, the, I love the ones they cut like like cinematics, like where it looks like a movie. Like yeah. those are oh, that one was like, like this when, fight. when we were at PAX East. They had the uh, Elden Ring speed run on the big screen in the middle of the, the the show floor at the Intel booth, and the guys on the horse and the horse is flying through the air. And I'm blind. I, I looked at Vance and I was like, my horse doesn't do that. Yeah, my horse doesn't do that either. <laughs> Oh, it's like the people who beat uh, the Pokemon games on uh, through Twitch chat. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's just crazy. crazy. Like community. Oh, I, I look at certain scenarios. I'm like, how, how? I, but I will say, watching like legit speedrunners will. It, it's like giving me like, oh, I could just move like that. Oh, I could just pivot like that. Or oh, I could just jump this way. Spoiler it gives me alert. a new way. No, you can't. <laughs> like they, they right. can do it better than us. <laughs> you know that, that's the problem. No, you're you're no, you're a thousand percent. <laughs> no, this is what. Okay, so Dark Souls two, it took me. Um, we were doing a an event, a charity event for Extra Life, and I want to say I had like a four hour slot, and it took me four hours to get to like the Black Gulch or in Dark Souls two. Why do I remember that? Um, I watched a speedrunner. And it infuriated me because I was like, well, why didn't I just think of that? Well, why didn't I just use that weapon? Yeah. Why didn't I just do that? And I got back to that same place in like an hour. Like. The problem is, Baron, they are better human beings than us. Yeah, they're robots. <laughs> right? They're, they're, they're definitely a new breed. <laughs> that's, the, that's the issue is that they are better than us. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they've definitely uh, hit a whole new uh, spectrum of humanity. I, I talk a lot about getting good, kid. I don't really practice what I preach in that regard. I just kind of button mash, you know? Yep. That's kind of my thing, too. <laughs> Magic spam and tumble roll. Yeah. Tony, no. are you still playing Elden Ring? Yeah. About, Malekith, I, 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 right? What's that? You're stuck on Malekith right now? Well, I'm taking a break from Malekith. Right. It's not stuck. That's what it is. Taking just a taking a break. Taking a break. Um, <laughs> oh, advance to make you feel it. Uh, uh, nothing. Uh, make you feel better. I uh, I was uh, I was farming, you know, trying to get an extra level or two, you know, in preparation for my Malika fight. And you know, I was doing it late at night, made that mistake. And uh, I needed what two hundred and sixteen thousand runes to level up to like one seventy one or something. 
and oh, um, dude, I, I beat the game asleep. at like level a hundred, Tony. <laughs> I fell asleep, right? I fell asleep and died. I'm like, okay, no, I'll go back and get him. Ran back, immediately fell asleep again and lost him. So, <laughs> hopefully, that makes you feel better. That's because I'm an old man, Baron. That's what happens. Oh, <laughs> Baron, man, Tony used crazy. to fall asleep while we would do Destiny strikes together. Like, oh. we'd be playing him, and I would just re- realize that he wasn't near me on the screen. It wouldn't be that he hadn't talked in a while, because we would just be hanging out. We didn't necessarily be talking. And then all of a sudden, it's like, wait, hey, hey. I would just let him sleep most of the time. Yeah. If I, I needed I, him to come I, forward I, to progress something, I'd wake up. If I woke up and we up. weren't done with the strike and just say, Clint, we're not done yet? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> all right, folks. Thanks again for joining us here on this episode of Good to Game Radio. We was a pleasure to have Baron from Level One Gaming. Hope to have him again. Be sure to check out their website, Level One Gaming. Check out all his articles and videos that he's put so much work and love into. Uh, I'm sure you appreciate them. It's a, it's a lot of work uh, from where we've gone on there and looked and checked it out. But again, hey, we it, really appreciate. Go ahead. Real quick, sorry to interrupt you. I just called you out on that review, but I uh, went through quite a bit of the content you had on there, really well written. And, and the amount of uh, effort that went into those and just going through and breaking down all the different things and the time that would have taken, uh, I appreciated it. I mean, it was excellent content in that regard. Uh, you know, Battlefield 2042 just sucks, you know. Yeah, it does. I think I really appreciate that. That, that, means, that means a lot. I really appreciate that. Right. Back to you, Tony. Sorry, bud. No, you're good. Uh, also, uh, you have your own website, uh, uh, own podcast, right? Is it Double XP? No, so that's Level One Gaming. So all the podcasts that I'm a part of on a regular basis now, um, I took all my stuff and merged it over with LV1 Gaming. So LV1Gaming.com is where our news is. And then our YouTube channel is YouTube.com forward slash LV1Gaming20, the number 20. Um, we have weekly podcasts, Wednesdays, Double XP, or well, Tuesdays, we have Cogs in the Machine. Um, Wednesdays is our flagship show, Double XP, and that's 5 p.m. PST. Um, Saturday or Sunday evenings, we have Starcrossed Gamers with me and Johnny Man, where we kind of just rant and like we claim there's structure there, but it really isn't any structure. We kind of just go. If it go. wasn't for mostly Tony, every podcast that i've been a part of would be exactly what you just described <laughs> this is why you need a team this will always tell people get a team but yes there, there you go that's all my yeah and twitter at lv1 gaming and baron are are these all live on twitch as well or yeah actually just... they okay. they are live on twitch as well um twitch.tv forward slash lv1 underscore gaming um, but for the most part, you type in LV1 Gaming and all of our stuff pops up. We we, we kind of got that on lock. The okay. SEO is nice to us. Awesome. Nice, nice. Awesome. So again, follow us on Instagram, Good Good to Game Radio, or uh, follow us on our new Twitch channel, Good to Game Radio. Well, you'll find uh, us there too. Anyway, thanks again for joining us. We really appreciate you. And yes, uh, we'll catch you guys later. Later, dudes. Later. Bye.